Garfield by Jim Davis for July 21st, 1978. Tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle, tickle. I think I'm going to throw up. Wow, this is an energy to be bringing to our day, Jim Davis. Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were getting on at me for, for being an energy. No, man. not at all. I'm just like... I well. have... I was going to say, I have thoughts about this comic. Let's discuss it. But... <laughs> that's the whole point <laughs> of the whole point of... But what podcast? Somebody could have just found this in the street to put it in their ears and be like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> imagine. Imagine it's just finding a USB on the street. Just a nugget of a podcast. Oh, I you find pod- a, no, no, you find a USB on the street. It's labelled definitely not cursed. <laughs> you put it into a laptop or a computer and it's just our entire back catalogue of I don't like Mondays. I don't think you should put... USB keys that you found in the street. No, you shouldn't. Into um, your computer. That's, and that's very part bad of the story. Opsic. Oh, okay. That's part of it. Why is that? Look, um, but so, not a USB key. If somebody walks down the street and they find this podcast, like. like or just hanging in the air. Like a little like a lump. one up mushroom. Well, I'm thinking like Energon from the Transformers cartoon. You know those purple cubes? I have no idea what that looks like. Imagine a purple cube. So, like a purple cube? Imagine a purple cube, right? Now, imagine that being coveted by a robot that's also a gum. That Transformers. That's Transformers. Okay. He would like the cube, but is other there pe- more than one cube? There's loads of cubes. Right. Is it food? Yeah. Is that Transformers food? It's Transformers food. Can't Ener- he just like go and fry up some can he, himself? Can he milk an energy cow? On? Where does it come from? Energy. How does his ecosystem work? Planet- this is another podcast. The- is this an- another podcast? No, I was going to say that's that's an entirely different podcast, isn't it? A simpleton asks questions about Transformers. Whereas this is considerably more highbrow. Welcome, one and all, to I Don't Like Mondays. That's right, it's just what the doctor ordered. If the doctor was a fucking menace. Uh, This is a husband and wife review podcast of the Garth Field comics. Yeah. Who's the husband? Uh, Guy. And who's the wife? Cat. And what's the podcast? I Don't Like Mondays. And what's Garfield? Cat. You've said he isn't <laughs> in many other episodes. If you had not interrupted, I would have said a cat and also an icon of late 20th century uh, North American capitalism. Okay. Garfield, iconic. Yes. And no. I also, yes. But also would, no. would Garfield be allowed into the oldest house? So you know the, the video game Control? No, where I don't know that. You've seen the video game Control. It's a video game called Control. It's basically SCP, the video game. Oh, hang on. It's With the all one, the redacted... Yeah, oh, like, yeah. It's the one that looks like a rip-off of... Um, <laughs> Dishonored. No. Isn't it? I thought it looked like similar to Dishonored. I thought it were like weird powers and things. It was it's, basically just Dishonored. There's weird powers. Are you thinking of Deathloop? Because that's by the same developers. No, I'm not. And I know I'm definitely thinking of the SCP in game. In the dis- Dishonored which looks, it just It looks like a rip-off of Dishonored. Well, in... No feasible way. You're right. But no. She can jump and like throw things, but it's also a modern day it's set in the modern day and not in Yeah, but I thought it was like you, or... you had all kinds of like weird things that you could do. Yeah. Yeah. That's so... most video games. Like you can't rotate a block in real life. You're gonna say Tetris takes place in the dishonored universe? No, what I mean is the um bending reality. Right. If you don't want me to talk to you. Well, I, I don't. <laughs> talk Guys to just me. pointed at the microphone. Well, yes, because pointedly. Can, well, yes. In both ways. Yes. But it's like, well, I'm going to I'm going to talk this way because I'm talking to you. If you want to do that, move the microphone down a bit. Oh god, but no, but if I don't look, we I can see when the wobbles go different. 
And I yeah, want we'll to... put it down there a bit, so because I'm, I'm going to talk to your face. I'm not going to talk into the middle distance. I could feasibly put the microphone between our faces, yeah. but that feels weird. That feels weirder. You could put it there, but that's not... this point in space. But oh, Catherine's now wanging her finger. All right, I'll lower the microphone slightly. Oh, I hope this doesn't un- disconnect anything. Is that better? Well, now you're going to piss and moan about being unable to no, see well, the monitor. Well, at least I can sort of, you know, what's it? Is this where Peer we around it? So, is this where we say that this is an unedited? It's completely pop? unedited. Good. If if you hadn't guessed that by now, then well, keep at it. You'll get there. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is that in control, you find a letter from from the board of this organisation saying that there are no no objects are allowed that are iconic representations of. Something else, like a like an H, a two B pencil, or a rubber duck. Why or, would a two B pencil be forbidden? Because it's an iconic representation. I can find you the exact wording of it. Um, why would a rubber duck be forbidden? Because it's a rubber duck. Because yeah, because it's a. It's an archetype. It's an archetype. Yes, that's the word. Um, control, iconic. He's looking it up on his phone. People represent. Rep res. Talk talk to them. Well, no, I'm kind of wondering, like what. Does something become iconic as soon as it becomes part of this collection, if it wasn't before? It's, and it's... Any objects considered iconic representations of an archetypal concept. And so the house is a bit about, like, the, the oldest house is where disc? it's built. Yeah, that would be one. Not allowed that. Save, the concept of save. Yeah. So it, it takes things that have been imbued with meaning and then almost focuses, um, like, in the same way that... Um, Microwaves or lasers are focused in order to increase, to, to amplify the power of it. It would amplify the power of those things. They would become objects of importance. So what you're saying is Garfield... Apparently they would become objects of importance or they already are. They already are, but also in the, the fiction of the game world, an object of importance, an object of power, has its own specific meaning as well. Much like um, humanity in Dark Souls right. having a couple of meanings. Um, so what you're saying is bringing a Garfield comic strip would potentially be forbidden. No, to the... I don't think bringing a Garfield comic strip would be. You think bringing a Garfield bringing a, toy? Bringing the Garfield that sticks to the side of the car window, <laughs> that would be. You know the one with the little yeah, suction yeah, cups? Yeah, I know yeah. Or bringing a, a window shade for a car with Garfield on it. Or bringing, I don't know, bringing a nodding Odie would be on a borderline a case. Odie. Like in the car, you know, like a little nodding dog. That would I be borderline. I remember seeing... But, but the window Garfield, that would be absolutely an object of power in that universe. I remember seeing Noddy, uh, nodding Odie in the borderline cases at the <laughs> Brixton Academy in 2015. They were very good. Iconic. Yeah, they're... <laughs> Their accordion-based electronica. It was it was challenging, but worth the time to really get into it. I difficult. Think. They they started their difficult second album with their first album. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they started their difficult second album with the word difficult. Difficult. Just read over and over again. Yes. In the voice of Garfield. Who are we dragging today? Because it, it feels like each. <laughs> Each time we record one of these, we have a go at someone for taking on airs, and I'm not sure who That's this is. That's what it is, isn't it? This yeah. entire podcast is crabs in a bucket. Yeah, those who can do, those who can't podcast. start a car field podcast. Oh, podcast? Is that it? We're coming after the yeah, McElroys? Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking get you with your maximum fun fun drive. Drive this. Yeah. Um, you can imagine then I may have cupped my groin in an aggressive manner, but I didn't. No, you didn't, that was, that was the power of radio. So yeah. listeners may have thought that I was being a, like an Italian guy 
from the Americas. Both of D's. Both of D's, yeah. And being all like, yeah, maximum fun, drive these. That's my Italian accent. From Barnsley. Hi, hello. My name's Mario, 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 and I'm a plumber, but I'm also Italian. Mamma mia. Christ. Yeah. That is a powerful energy to be bringing to the day. Christ in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, that's a really good question. Who who saves the mushrooms? Mario. That's the the whole thing. Oh, he dies over and over again. Fuck. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, um, here's- he descends into the ground and then and he then rises, rises three days later via the medium of pipe warp. Shit. Yeah, we've cracked it wide open. Um, Toby Wilson, lovely friend, not friend of the podcast. I don't think he listens. Oh. Fuck you, Toby. Unless you do, in which case, don't listen to that bit. Um, tweeted something extremely cursed the other day, which was along the lines of, "Oh God, in the Mario movie, they're going to make the Toads into minions." Oh no! Yeah, they really are, they're, aren't they? The toads With their funny gonna, little like, be, race, ah! race coats. No. Yeah, or like. <laughs> Look, I have to confess, I, I find the minions quite funny. I find the minions within the films that contain minions funny. Yeah, they very are. Funny. They are disrespectful. Yeah. They say the word bum. They're a little bit saucy. I really like the way they say the word banana. They say the word banana in a laugh. funny way, in a really basic way, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. However, what the internet has done, what to they've minions, become, what they've become. Again, that wonderful something awful forums image macro. Of several <laughs> several minions falling over themselves with the text, I don't know who enjoys cuckoldry more, me or the nine guys fucking my <laughs> wife. I I was in, It's perfectly disrespectful on so many levels. I was involved in a work group chat that ended up having a lot of people in there. It was over WhatsApp and people were swapping memes at one point. And the temptation. To drop that yeah. with maybe a cry laugh emoji and a so true or something. Yeah. Just, just, just really, really putting put like, the pigeon in the assembly hall. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But I don't know. I think when there's a pigeon or in, in the assembly hall or a dog in the playground, like everyone knows the vibe. Mm. Everyone knows that the vibe is now all bets are off. All the rules are out of the window. There's a dog in the playground. It's complete chaos. So you're saying I'd be playing a different game? You'd be playing a different game is what's happening there. <laughs> I don't think it's quite the same. So, um, what it, The yeah. dog would be in the playground for me. Yeah. For, the, for them, it would be like a wild pig, an angry yeah. wild, <laughs> yeah. a savage beast. A wild boar has A wild boar, up. something that... And what was, once a, what was previously a focus of whimsy... Whimsical and charming. ...has now become a genuinely dangerous Bristling situation. Bristling and slavering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's what I think I like to to bring to work scenarios. <laughs> yeah, that that's a very powerful meme to drop in at, mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah, any it's... given moment, like a cherry bomb in a swimming pool. Yeah, <laughs> I always so I always thought cherry bombs were a particularly exciting piece of Americana, and I think that's partly from playing the impossible the game. What song? Cherry bomb. Okay, no, uh, playing Bart versus the Space Mutants on the Master System. Which was a horrible and joyless Simpsons game. Um, they were a bit weird. The Simpsons games. Were they, was it a Virgin Interactive or whatever? No, it was? no, no, no. Because no. they did one that it would was have been Fox, surely. No, they did. No, no. Uh, for distribution, we had a copy of. Um, it was like Krusty's Funhouse or something, and you played as Krusty, and you Fusty's had to. Krusty's Crumhouse. Yeah, and you had to um, go around the Funhouse, which was just basically a level, whacking rats, mm. like 
um, it was a bit like Lemmings, but you know, you had to move Krusty to actually manipulate the scenery. It was really bizarre. And the version we had, I think, I don't even know if it was legal because it, it. With a photorealistic skeleton! No, it was really strange. And the music was very compelling. And now that I've thought about <laughs> it, all I can think about is the music from that game. The music was compelling. Do, 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 do. It was constant. Yeah, that was it. I don't know this, but why? Exactly. Yeah, it's just. Oh, no. This is my brain. It just keeps going. And now that I'm going to have that in my head for the rest of the day. See, I just thought cherry bombs. Like a child can buy a small explosive. What? That's no. Cherry bombs. Oh, the bombs that look like cherries. Yeah, the Bart hat. I just feel like you shouldn't. And then flushing them down toilets to make explosions within the plumbing system, which I realise now is due to the way that water cannot be compressed, and so if there is an explosion, that water is going to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and I just, I just think it's, folks, if you're listening to this, the moral of the day is don't sell small explosives to a child. Yeah, no, don't. Yeah, it's like when. So I used to enjoy. I feel we should put that on the pinboard. I used to enjoy model rockets as a kid. Oh, who doesn't? But like the ones where you could buy the solid fuel rocket engines mm. that you um, put a little ignition mechanism in, run a charge through it. So the ignition mechanism would heat up. It had like a sort of phosphorus head, which would set fire to this solid fuel propellant and yeet the rocket into mm. the air. Um, those rocket tubes, the, the, the engines themselves were very thickly wrapped paper to provide... Yes, like cardboard, cover. yeah. Yeah, and I remember once um, cutting into that paper pulverising the propellant inside and setting fire to it. And you were not supervised at any point during this? You were just left to your own devices to do that? With I, the danger I don't think my parents knew that I was going to do this, no. Well, I went it to wasn't where locked they were. away or anything? Of course not. What the fuck? And so I, I ground it up and set fire to a bit of it and it went, woof! I thought, that's very exciting. How old were you at the time? Oh, 16 easily. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. Stupid teenager rather yeah, than... Yeah, yeah, so so it was at the, at the point in life where you, you, you ought to have known better. It was the point in life where I was learning better. And so I thought, oh, the bit that makes the smoke, that'll be less explosive. Here, girlfriend at the time, uh, ignite this bit. Um, we we ran her hands under the taps for a while. She was fine. You're fucking lucky not to lose a finger. I know! Jesus Christ in heaven! Yeah. Haven't done it since, though. No! And I'm Shouldn't fairly, have done it in the first place. Fairly sure she <laughs> How come I, at 16, was sensible enough to not even attempt something like that, despite the fact that there was gunpowder in the garage? Well, for the same reason that you've got no fun anecdotes. <laughs> I do. They just don't involve someone nearly losing a finger. Well, that's that doesn't work, then. Name me a fun anecdote that doesn't end with somebody nearly losing a finger. I've got at least two. Like when my mum nearly chopped my dad's thumb off. Yeah, I know you have at least two. That's not okay. I've still got my fingers. Oh my god. We didn't. Um, we didn't have those rockets. We had. Um, so we did actually have gunpowder. We had like a six liter. Should we be saying this? I don't know. This was this was way in the past, in like the eighties, when it was legal to have these things. So like, was it legal to have gunpowder? Yeah, like Dad, I'm, I can't I, I used it for the purposes of the next five minutes. This is a satirical <laughs> recounting of an idiot's childhood. What you are about to hear is fiction. No, I'm sure we... we for, no, you're not sure. There was a genuine sure. reason for it. This was way back in the like 80s, 90s, where it was like legit to have this kind of stuff. Was your dad in the IRA? No! What are you on about? Well, you're saying genuine reason to have gunpowder. I'm trying to... I can't even remember what it was, but it was all legal. Anyway, we had like some actual gunpowder in, in a milk carton. In the, yeah, I know. In a six-pint like, milk thing. 
um, in the garage um, and as extra special treats, we'd, we'd fill an old fax tube roll with gunpowder, like position it vertically, do a little trail, and then me and my brother would retreat into the house. Dad would light it and it'd go right in the back garden. It was great. <laughs> Basically creating tiny plate bombs. I don't think you should be saying this. <laughs> I, I, I strongly think that this is probably not something to commit to the public record. <laughs> Who could be listening to this? Bloody MI5 tapping the wire. I mean, like, if anyone cares about what was happening in West Yorkshire in 1988, with otherwise responsible people. What's what's the statute of limitations on improvised explosive (laughs) devices? It was just like like science experiments. IEDs nuts. Hey, there we go. That's Mm. an out. That's not a science... Hang on, it was like a science experiment or yeah. something. That's not a science experiment, that's munitions. Says the man who nearly blew up his then-girlfriend's hand by well, mashing up rocket fuel. So, first of all, I didn't nearly blow up my then-girlfriend's hand. And secondly, I wasn't claiming that that was educational. I think that's worse. That, no, not, it's not. not. To, be, to be claiming that it's not educational, I think, is worse. No, it's not. There's an honesty to it. There's This is a laugh. Let's let's. It's fucking let's stupid see what, is what it was, what, though. yeah. But it was a laugh. It was quite surprising. Moments afterwards. This is... Oh. What? Uh, <sighs> listeners, write in. Who comes across worse here? The edu- educational fucking northern militia father. Or the irresponsible 16-year-old who ought to have known better. If anybody ought to have known better, it's probably the father building a pipe bomb. Really? It was just what do you mean, of, not really? It was a demonstration with everyone at safe distances and Dad wearing safety goggles. A demonstration? Well, safety goggles are for dudes. Yeah. A demonstration of what? How to build a pipe bomb. Well, compression forces. Do you want to build a pipe bomb? It was the compression forces and, like, that's how a car engine works. With a pipe bomb? No, the principles of the air expanding. Because what it heats very rapidly. fucking Mad Max car? Just, oh, pop a couple of grenades yeah, in I the tank. I wonder what kind of car runs on fuel, fuel being ignited yeah, and small explosions compressing and heating the air very rapidly so that it expands and drives some pistons. I wonder what possible kind of engine could ever run on those principles. Right, two things. One, lol, you said piss. When? You said pistons. It's got the word piss in it, and that's very funny. Oh, Christ. And two, shut your face. <laughs> That's what you say when you've lost an argument and you're very cross about it. I'm not very cross. I just really like the idea of popping a couple of hand grenades in the tank to, <laughs> to go to the shops. Just like like something from... That's the... basically what you're doing when you fill the car up with fuel. Yeah, I, no, but look, You're putting... You're play putting... with me in this space. Join me in this world of ra- wacky races where rather than the explosions in an internal combustion engine are all precisely maintained. Instead, think about some soot-covered fucking um, Fred Dibner lookalike. A wankle rotary engine. Oh, no! <laughs> mm. oh, oh, God, I just... Oh, it's not even respect that I want. It's just the notion of... It's a nice... Oh, and because the, then the engine would be all like bang and poof and like bits would be flying off and it would be good. That is a distressing thought to me. It's very disorganised oh. and chaotic and dirty and I don't like it. <laughs> disorganised, chaotic and dirty. That's my legal firm that yes. I will use for our inevitable divorce because Aww. of your... Well, because of my terribleness. Because of your bad ways, yes. <laughs> 
my foul and disrespectful your foul behavior. and disrespectful yes your your thoughts and deeds yeah. well you wouldn't like me if i wasn't disreputable it's, this feels like the opposite of a hulk situation <laughs> that's my secret cap i'm always a fucking I'm asshole i'm always disreputable <laughs> So this is a Garfield review podcast. Oh God, where, we haven't even started yet, have we? Where are you? Have we not? Should I hit record? No, I mean you've done that joke at least three times, I'm sure. Possibly. Oh, here's a fun thing. Oh. Uh, now that I'm on ADHD medication, oh. I actually get a little bit hyperactive with coffee, rather than it just making me want to poo. That's one of the reasons why I have a very milky coffee. Um, because you're not on ADHD medication. No, because um, it really strongly affects me for some reason. Apparently it's a hypermobility thing, someone said. Really? Yeah, possibly. It could be like a systemic thing. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, coffee just makes me go, if I have um, I've, anything, I've even, really, anything even approaching I anything other really than a milky that. one. People used to say like, oh, you know, I've got coffee, I'm seeing through time, blah, blah, blah. I just used to get a little bit, a little bit shaky and bum toilet like a pressure washer. Yeah. But now, on government mandated speed... I'm like, oh, I think I'm a little bit. I think I'm feeling this. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm coming well, up. Well, you do make very strong coffee. To be fair, like that coffee that I had after we went out for dinner the other night was very nice because it was a little bit milder than than we usually have. I prefer oh, it a bit milder. Oh, sorry, I was a bit confused because you said after we went out for dinner. I was like, hang on, we didn't have a coffee when we came back. Oh no, you. It was. I literally had a coffee dinner. in the restaurant. Yes, then. so that's not yeah. after we were out. That's while we were out for dinner. And that's what threw me, that trips me Oh, up. I see. For, for for me, dinner then represented the food on the table. Like after, an after-dinner uh, coffee. Uh, no, but after know. we went out for dinner implies that you've come back. Because that's oh, fair after enough. You went fair out. enough. I suppose on a technicality, yes, that's fair enough. But yeah, no, that coffee I had. It was very nice, actually. Well, yeah, it's a fucking Got restaurant. Fancy in a Knight's cappuccino Bridge. machine. Cappuccino. You know, when you, when you can do I've your never, little frothy I've milk. I've never had. A, it might be because my the only experiences I've had of home-based machine coffees have been from parents' houses. Mm. And I think parents, certainly the, the parents of our generation, fundamentally don't understand coffee. See, I've had really nice frothy coffees at my parents' house when they had a cappuccino maker. Have you? Yeah. Have yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad was really good at it. Yeah, he probably, probably stuck it a fucking pint bomb in the milk. No wonder you had a good coffee. You've just said that the six-pint milk carton was full of <laughs> nitroglycerin. No, I hadn't said that at all. He said it was full of... Not petrol. The ground petrol. <laughs> the petrol dust. Gunpowder. Your gunpowder. Um, I can't even remember what I was thinking. No, it was about coffee. No, it was really nice. It's quite. It's probably because it involves machinery mm. and like tools and things. So we know. need something he's to, a, to he's steam a mechanically the minded. Milk. Yeah, I think you can get like small milk steamers, can't you? Just, like can you don't you? even need the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, right in. I'd have to move some space on the kitchen counter, but I'm going to be doing that anyway because I'm going to be tidying my cupboards up. This is we've veered into domestic conversations again. Welcome to domesticity. I really like those little packets of cappuccino that you can oh, get. No. I love them. Do you know I what? I love them. Oh, do you know what? They're I a little like... bit powdery and sweet. And, yeah, do you really know what comforting. I like more than I think most other things in this world? Don't mm. say bloodborne for long. I was going to say it's, a, it's Soulsborne content, but yeah. No, it's putting a 50 fennig piece into a vending machine. And getting a small brown plastic cup of instant tomato soup out of it. The vending machine is in a vast warehouse filled with second-hand clothes that oh, your yes, father is your, buying by the kilogram. Your German holidays, wasn't it? That 
the the particular... so for me those machines were in the um cargo bays at Heathrow Airport where um your father was planning his crimes no fuck's sake no um so he had a business um in the eighties and nineties um importing tropical fish and then selling them on to pet shops um so importing them from places like Singapore and Malaysia and everywhere where they were farmed and all the rest of it and um. Yeah, so he'd do the fish run on a Tuesday or whenever it happened to be, and they flew in, and then like Welcome sometimes they'd the go with them. Run. We've got fun and games in the transit van, um, like you know, down the M1 to Heathrow, um, or sometimes Manchester, mostly Heathrow. Transit van's a bit of a tautology, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Mm. Maybe didn't used to be. I think it always did. What transit? No, because you can transit across somewhere, like you can transit across an airport. Yeah, like, but a van is is a is a mechanism of transit. Well, yeah, but it's like a specific kind of transit, isn't it? It's like, because transit, it? It, yeah, it's a brand name, it's a Ford Transit. Well, no, I know, oh God, I know that. I don't quite get what you mean. Well, it's a transit van. Any van's a transit van. If you're brave enough, am I right, listeners? Well, no, but not every van is a specific brand. Well, no, I know. Why are you like this? I'm just being specific. You're, you, I can <laughs> see the smile creeping across your face. There's a little part of me that's like, I haven't, I haven't got a fucking clue what, what you, why you've decided to latch on to that one specific thing when I was talking about the nice time of going down do to you, do the you cargo want, bay. Do you want the honest answer? And sitting and getting a little cup of soup from one of the machines. Do you want the honest answer? Go on. It passes the time. <gasps> it does! So rude. Anyway, i just like saying the word fennig. Give it a try. Fennig. Listeners, if you're... Marks and fennigs. When I learned French, it was like Marx Frank. and Phoenix. No, and German. Yeah, it was Marx. The Deutsch Marx. Yeah. Isn't that weird? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is a little bit now. Time. Well, it's like 22 years since the Euro came in. The Euro came well. in in 2000? Yeah, I think it was Millennium, wasn't it? Was that right? 2000, yeah. Really? Oh. I think so. Because it was about the, that time that I stopped doing French and German. Because oh, because you resented the euro and the bloody EU Brussels. Yeah, that's exactly why. EU yeah, Brussels exactly Eurocrats stopping up and it wasn't at all to do with the fact that I was just starting my A levels and I didn't do any languages for my A levels. Oh, you... apart from Latin, but you know there weren't any Marks and Franks. In, in that's, that's, that's your denarii. Your denarii. Yeah. Although yeah. We didn't really talk about that. Denarii's nuts. Virgil didn't really talk about denarii. Well, it's crass, isn't it, talking about money? Speaking of which, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash idlmpodcast. That's very crass. Isn't it? Mm. Um, should we talk about this comic? Where there's crass, I there's money. We should. Wait, there's muck, there's brass, damn it. Where there's muck, there's crass. Mm, <laughs> Where got... there's crass, there's muck. Where there's cr- crunch, there's crisps. Ooh, crisps. I don't care for them. I could go for a what's it, but you'd pull a face. Where there's crass, there's cash. Nice. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. Crass in the attic, where people <laughs> visit people's lofts, and there's just a man with his bum out going, "Have a look at this." <laughs> nice. I think we're onto something there. Yeah. Welcome to Crass in the Attic. Today, Paul and Margot Sebastian from Kent will be finding the word "knockers" written in big letters in their loft. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gary from Newcastle has a large penis scratched <laughs> into the wood of his insulation. I bought this painting of two lasses on a Hindu with their tits out for 50p uh, because I thought it was both erotic but also quite stylish. <laughs> I have it framed next to this photo of a dog curling one out <laughs> in the car park of the big Tesco's in Sunderland. 
coming up <laughs> later. Uh, Peter Moocher will be shouting the word SHIT very loudly into a divan sofa. <clears throat> yeah. It's a divan sofa? A divan. Divan, I think. Divan? Divan. I'm thinking Divan Cowboy, which is, I think, a Boards of Canada track. Is it? Oh. I don't know. I, th- I think we should probably... Would you or would you not, just really quickly, would you or would you not, if it was on offer for 50p, would you purchase... A dog a, shitting right, picture. Right, no. Right. Let, okay. let me set the scene. Set would the you scene. purchase a like large, like you know, <laughs> right. maybe a good few foot across, a good few a foot... A few foot... Right. Right, six foot tall. <laughs> Rats so long is back. Four foot, four foot wide, hmm. right? Perfectly rendered. Right oil painting right. of a dog curling one out in a Tesco car park. Would you buy that? Wow. 50p. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, 50p. Like is it's, a... really got, it's got a really arched back and like that kind of expression the, on its the face. The haunted, that goes, anguished look. <clears throat> I guess yeah. 50p to And it's like, it's not, it's not like a, a pug or anything. It's like a, just a, a sort scrappy of mutts, sort of yeah. dog with quite a long nose. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. 50p to have a painting of your wife immortalised in oils is not a... Ooh, that's a look. You think you're so funny. I do. I do think I'm so Engage funny. with the question as, oh, it, as oh, it was written. Oh, now it's annoying to notting. The thing is, <laughs> what we could do with the Patreon cash that comes in from this we could commission is save up for a couple a of months of and get Katie Gray to make a genuinely beautiful oil painting of a dog with an anxious expression <laughs> shitting in a Tesco's car park near a trolley that's lying on its side. And you know... On a cold autumnal you day. You know full well she would be over the moon. Oh, she'd be on that brief, yeah. And that would cost maybe 300, 400 quid. That, I don't think we could spend that money on it. I think that would, that feels yeah. does doesn't it? <laughs> What a powerful thing to own. What's that? Well, for starters, it cost 300 quid. Was it worth it? Not in any reasonable sense. And as a result, yes. Ima- imagine. Just, I can see it now with yeah. a really anxious expression. Like maybe maybe it's like a cold November day, the light is fading, and there's like a... Sort of black face, little bits of white around the muzzle, <laughs> yeah. wide open eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking a yeah. bit... Yeah, like trembling a bit. Yeah, a bit trembling. Um, and maybe just in the background, you can't quite see it, but there is definitely like a man in a, you know, vest watching. Oh, okay. Like, like I we don't know if it's the owner, the we don't know if it's a shopper. <laughs> just, just somebody watching. <laughs> just somebody watching. And then like a, a sort of white plastic bag billowing across the mm. sky in place of the moon, you know. I Or caught on a tree branch, perhaps. Right, but, so we've talked and before... And then label it Brexit Britain, and therefore it becomes Saturn. No, that, oh, you've ruined it. <laughs> you've spoiled it. You've made it Radio 4 clever, and that's made it shit. Just as a... All right, name it... Um, in fact, it should be Untitled, it I should, suppose, of shouldn't it? Should it? Yeah, a bit like Untitled Goose Game. So, yeah. so we've talked before about the horror of the locksmith seeing Empreg, oh, Hank Christ, Hill and Buff yeah. Garfield. But imagine a tradesperson coming in and there is a, maybe not six foot by four foot, that's chaos, but there's a, I don't know, three feet by two feet. The thing is, I would, I would not hang frame. it up in the house. No, you must, because imagine somebody coming and you pay, you do not mention it. Yeah, but I'd have to look at it in the same way that I have to look at that fucking picture of a wizard at the top of the stairs. That picture, have we talked about that picture of a wizard? I don't think so. So, my uncle, who is 
with all the love in the world, an, a fundamentally odd duck. And <laughs> the I'm, whole family, I'm afraid. I love them to pieces, but... They don't <laughs> teach their children to forge munitions. Yeah, neither did my dad. He we, didn't actually tell us how to do it. 30 minutes ago says otherwise. Oh. Um, actually, my uncle might have told me the proportions on making gunpowder. Probably. Um, so he had, when I was growing up, there was a picture in his house, a painting of a very traditional wizard. Red robes, um, stars in the sky, arcane objects. He's in some sort of observatory and he's pointing at a at a um, constellation, and it's the most wizardy thing. I think it's called like Firethorn or something like that, and it's it's genuinely beautiful. It's it's, it's crass nineteen eighties nineties. It's nineteen eighties nineties stoner art. It's, yeah, it's really it's, it's really it's, naff. It's, it's naff really is naff. what it is. It's, it's naff. really naff, and I love it so it's much. It's naff. Um, I'm gonna like because you've got that. I'm going to put up a couple of nice landscape pictures. I found a... I, I want found a nice this, picture of I the sea in picture the bathroom. After looking for it for several years, and I was delighted. I've just seen that I've got an invitation to a uh, meeting at two o'clock today, but that's fine. Also, um, I emailed one of my old philosophy tutors, I mentioned this to you, oh, yeah. uh, off, and I, yeah. he's just emailed back to me. Oh, uh, does he say... Um, don't check your emails while we're on a podcast. I'm just wondering if he's told me to go fuck myself because I asked him a serious question for stupid reasons. Um, <laughs> Sounds like something a philosopher would be interested in. Yeah, no, that's fair. Speaking of philosophy. Tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle. Fine. Okay, <laughs> right. First panel, John is sitting cross-legged on the floor. He's supposed to be cross-legged, but fuck knows what's going on with the geometry of his legs. It looks like his entire lower half is merely a triangle, like you a three-dimensional triangle. With speed. This has become... Real, like, ooh, that it's was like, a bit... You know when you're getting in the sea and it's a little bit... It's all right. Like, once you're in, it'll be fine. But you've got to just get over that, the moment where the sea reaches your nethers. Mm. Like, you know, your your zone. Your zone. Your, zone. your, your personals. Your, your personal zone. And, like, Welcome you've just... You've just got to get over that moment where the sea is in your zone. Yeah. And then you'll be okay. And then it just like touches, you know, the tum and you're, oh, oh, oh. But that, after that, you're all right. But you, you can either do it really slowly or you can just do it really quickly and get it over with. And I'm trying to get do the last so, so, so what you're doing is the podcasting equivalent of jumping into the sea, having your whole and body tense and a sudden sort of, <gasps> yeah. of breath. And you have to make the noise as well. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. And so you John's interrupted si- me, so I'm still standing there with it washing around my thighs. So John's sitting cross-legged. His legs are in a really weird triangle. I'm not sure what's going on with the geometry in this picture. Placed on top of a cushion is Garfield, who's being tickled by John. John is saying, tickle, tickle. Garfield's got a very nice little cute face, little beads of... Is that sweat? It can't be sweat or saliva. It's some sort of emphasis bead. But maybe, it is an is emphasis bead. Is crying with laughter? It might be. Do you know what? It looks quite quite, quite He looks quite sweet here. He's got his little feet, his legs sticking out. Um, his little feet in front of him. Um, yeah, like John is is giving is affection to Garfield. Garfield is enjoying the affection. John's got both hands on Garfield. There's one specific finger going right on the small of his back. The other one giving his leg and bum bits a bit of a whoosh. Yeah, as you would with a cat. As you would with a cat. Yeah. But as we've seen, apparently Garfield's not a fucking cat, is he? He's a conceptual horse or something like this. A Trojan horse of culture, which, while it looks like a cat, actually introduces a load of Greek soldiers of capitalist tat. You'd miss my bullshit if it went away. 
I would, but I've also made a, a, a secret point there. That point itself <laughs> was a Trojan horse that carried some secret meaning. Sassinipan horse. Sassinipan horse. That's a horse noise. Excuse Into me. the horse noise. Excuse me. We've got clops and nays. Welcome horse... to the stables. We've got clops and nays. Have you got a piebald here? Don't give it mayonnaise. I was about to say, give it lots of haze. Give it lots of haze. Oh, well, I turn a smoke machine on so it can have a little little rave. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Stone horses in a stable. Don't make horses horses stone. No, absolutely not. They're they're paranoid enough. I kind of, I like horses. I think they're quite nice. I love horses best of all the animals. Well, I'm wildly allergic to them. You as, are. I, as I believe we may have previously discussed. I'm, I'm not sure if we discussed it on this episode. A single horse could know. kill my wife. Well, not really, but it would make me quite ill. That was another um, fine tweet from Unless Katie it hit me Gray, in the head with a hoof. Along the lines of, I, I have very much in common with horses. I'm anxious, flighty, and could easily kill a man yeah. with my feet. I do like horses. I just, I'm, I'm always a bit anxious around them, not just because of the fact that I'm very allergic, but also like... They're a bit unpredictable. My you know? little brother went to a petting zoo, and what recently or very, when he was no, a very, child? Very, well, both. Very recently. Very recently, went to a petting zoo with his girlfriend. Um, brought some feed for the goats, as you do. Fed fed some goats. <coughs> had a look at some beasts, um, and then illicitly gave a Shetland pony some goat food. <gasps> and I don't think he had his hand correctly placed. <gasps> was it not flat he, enough? He got nipped by a horse. Jack oh. went. And then the horse took off at a, yeah, at a little would, gallop yeah. around the field. Yeah. And apparently his girlfriend said to him, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> you were going to get bitten by an animal here. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> and I His think hand that, was not flat. That you have to do a very, very flat hand. Of my little brother, the flat hand gang. That's one thing that hypermobility is very good for. I can get a very flat hand for feeding animals. I've been getting some spam emails from a company. Or, or some marketing emails from a company that are really shitty. The subject lines are written in are you such... you checking your emails on a podcast again? I don't know that. They're written in such a way to suggest that I know the person who is sending these emails. Oh, I hate that. So like, oh, haven't spoken for a while. Here's one. Let's have breakfast. And I tried to call, fuck you, this company. Fuck off. What are you... Can you unsubscribe? No, it makes I prefer the anger it gives me. Um, it's the only way I can. Guy Kelly's preventable scenario. Guy Kelly's preventable scenario. Just fuck off that that company. Mm. So John Arbuckle's tickling a cat. The cat seems to be having a really nice yeah. time. John is saying tickle, tickle. Um, second panel. Um, John is even more enthusiastic. His eyes have widened. Um, his proportions have changed. His proportions are extremely. His bizarre. back is much shorter. His head is much larger. It's fucking weird. Is what's going on here? It's like his Jim head Davis is has just dashed this off, hasn't he? But I think I, I think... don't think so because there's there's some genuine character in Garfield's face. Oh, Garfield is cute again. Mm, Garfield's Garfield on the second cute. panel. He's lying on his back. He's, he's having his tummy tickled. His paws aren't necessarily in the air. His paws are in such a way that if this was a person, you know, when people put their hands on their chest and throw their head back and laugh. Yeah, it'd be a bit like that. That's but also, they're kind of tucked in, though. It's they're like when cats do in. that little tucked-in thing with their yeah, feet. I think it's. Nice. I, I genuinely think it's a combination of cats with their little tucked-in things with their feet, but also evoking somebody yeah. like a barrel-chested publican from the 1700s, putting their hands on their chest and going, oh, ha, 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 
And Garfield's yeah. eyes are all There's scrunched. lots of movement lines here. An intense cat tickling session is taking place. Should we tell them to put an egg on the boil? I don't know. I don't fancy an egg today. Should we not have an egg? Let's not have an egg. No eggs today, please. No eggs. eggs. Uh, And John is saying, tickle, tickle, tickle. The letters are bigger, they're thicker, they're hyphenated weirdly. Um, Why why does he have to say tickle? I mean, presumably it's so that we know that he is tickling Garfield. Imagine this without any text. No, I think it would work. <laughs> it would work. Like, you can see what's going on. I but... think the tickle, tickle, and then the tickle, tickle, tickle. So panel one, we've got two tickles in a regular font size. to demonstrate the increase in, te- in intensity? In intensity, yes, yeah. absolutely. The second one, we've got three tickles with, like, the, the speech bubble that it's in is unbounded. Again, the, the second mm. panel has no panel borders, and this includes the speech bubble itself. So only the bottom bit of the speech bubble exists. The rest of it is there, and it's very thick letters, very large. Tickle, tickle, tickle. And there's there's even more movement. Did lines. we say that Garfield is seated very nicely on a cushion as well? I mentioned, but only yeah, very quickly. Yeah, so first panel, yeah. Garfield's on a cushion, belly side down. Second panel, belly side up. There's lots of movement lines. Garfield is like he looks like he's crying with laughter. His eyes are, are squeezed close. His mouth is open. He's beaming. It's a cute cat. It's, it's a, a cat, cat having a lovely time. It's a cat having a tickle. Then we get to panel three, and I genuinely don't understand. Um, well, Garfield is thinking to himself, I think I'm going to throw up. And he's lying flat on his stomach with like his little he's arms and legs out. He looks like he's sweating. There's tufts of fur all over the shop. I think it's because he's been exerting himself. It, so, or like, I you know, thought... You know when you've been tickled, like, you know... And you're a, you... When you're very, very small and uncles think it's amusing to tickle you. I... And they shouldn't because it's all about bodily autonomy and consent, I now know. I think, <clears throat> sorry, this is an important point if you want to play about with that more. No, I'm just saying like, it's just one of those annoying that. things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing of uncles. I think, <clears throat> I think this is shame. I what do you think, think? I think the punchline here is that Garfield the cat has engaged in feline behaviours and he had, like, panel two, he's literally exposing his tummy. That's a sign of trust and a sign of weakness. But- like, dogs <sighs> do that when... You're the king of dogs, or whatever. The yeah, term but is. I, I, I can see where you're coming from on this. But I think the fact that he's got his kind of tongue sticking out and a lot of no, exertion in the third panel. Where? There. That's where. That's oh his, no, sorry. That's, that's his chin, you oh, I couldn't actually say that's the angle that I'm looking at the screen. Um, but yeah, it's like he's got sort of exertional sweat beads coming off him, sweat and he's looking off. very disheveled. I think, I think it's because he's been exerting himself or the you know it, 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 physical activity has taken place and Garfield's displeased about it but the, it's, think, it's had an effect on I think I'm going to, that's one step too far removed surely I think I'm going to throw up I'm I'm sure that this is Garfield yes he has exerted himself but he has exerted himself as a cat he has allowed himself not only to be played with and to be tickled but he's allowed himself to enjoy that he has fit into the typically understood pet owner dynamic as the pet. He is laying on his back, he's exposed himself, he's exposed his his vulnerability to, to John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle has tickled him and Garfield has enjoyed this. And Garfield is now spent, he's all he's all dishevelled, and he thinks, I think I'm going to throw up because and I don't want to say the post nut clarity. But an equivalent of, and I can tell that you're distracted by checking your work emails because that just sailed past you. I I think he is now reflecting on what he's allowed to happen and he's ashamed of it. And that, I think, is why Garfield's going to throw up. 
I can absolutely see the evidence for that interpretation. Um, I, for me, that doesn't ring as true as it does that Garfield has exerted himself. I mean, for me, the evidence is in the kind of disheveled appearance, the sweat beads, um, the you know evidence of exertion previously. And I think it's I'm I'm more leaning towards the side of I think um, you know he's he's exerted himself too much. It's like when you've been for a run too much. You know? I, I don't think that's... But, I'm, you know, I can completely see... I'm not discounting your interpretation. I don't I don't think... I don't think that's enough to... I don't think exerting yourself like this is sufficient. I mean, I've, I've ran until I felt queasy. I understand that exercise can do that but at a certain level. isn't that the point, though, that Garfield is so unfit? I think that's too much of a leap. I think you're, you're putting in... I, th- I think that would require more additional steps than the comic has previously expected of its audience. And I don't, yeah, and I I don't think, like, it's necessarily a bad thing to challenge your audience. After all, what is this podcast, if not very challenging? Difficult. Difficult. But I don't, I, I think that's, that's an additional step. I, but then again, it might be the, the shame element is an additional step that's just not there. Yeah. Genuinely, if you're listening to this, it's ambiguous. Comment on the Patreon or email us or, let us know by some means. Tweet at us. I would genuinely love to know your thoughts. Garfield yeah. by Jim Davis, July 21st, 1978. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. No, interesting. Any, any, where we actually tackled this quite quickly and quite we efficiently. Did. Yeah. Which is unusual. Well, but to be fair, we've got into the sea. We've got into the sea. Also, I can't sit around in too long, in too, one no, place for too long at the moment because of my hip. So. I, I think first two panels <laughs> genuinely very cute. I think the third panel is a bit bewildering. It's like, a bit baffling. My, yeah, it is ambiguous and a bit, uh, a bit, uh, a bit tonally bizarre tonally as well. Bizarre. Yeah, I, I think like if if Judge Dredd burst in and put a gun to my head and said, "What does the last panel mean?" I'd say it's a shame thing. But I don't think it's clear in the slightest. I yeah, don't think it's same for me. I'd say he's exerted himself too much. I think panel one and panel two is Garfield the cat, really enjoying himself. Yeah. And I think uh, a better a better final panel would be Garfield maybe looking at John and thinking, "If you tell anyone about this, I'll kill you," or something like possibly, that. Possibly, yeah. I mean, at the very least, we can say that there's a contrast between the enjoyment and the intimacy, um, and the kind of you know human cat relationship of the first two panels, and then there's a subversion of expectations in the third, in that Garfield Garfield oh. is experiencing an unpleasant and negative emotion. He's experiencing. We a don't discomfort. know the source of that unpleasant no. and negative emotion, but we can say for certain that that's what's evident in the comic. That yeah, I just going back to sort of lit crit principles. You know. If if that subversion was was the goal, and like presumably it was. I think something more direct would be better. Like, well, we we know there is a contrast between the that you know the positive um, emotions of the first two panels and the negative emotions of the third panel. That exists. That exists. But we I don't, don't know the reason it, for it. No, it's not clear enough. I'm, I think I'm okay with the ambiguity, um, but I think it's it's tonally inappropriate for what is a kind of throwaway newspaper funnies thing. You know, I well given given what we've built of Garfield so far. The slightly arch, aloof thing thinks he's a person, thinks he's the top dog. Ironically, in this household, I think Garfield being tickled and then reflecting on that being undignified behaviour in his eyes. I think that's reasonable, and I think that's earned. I, I think it's reasonable. I can see it, but for me, it's the dishevelled look and the sweat beads coming off his face. That's the clincher for me in the third panel. That's the bit that says to me, this is the source of Garfield's discomfort. It's that, you know, he's he's been tickled to the point where he's feeling queasy. 
I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right. I think you. I. I want something more direct. I want Garfield saying, um, "My goodness, how exerting that was." No, no, no. Like, <laughs> um, like I'm ashamed, but it felt so good. Not that. No, not that. Don't look at me like that. Not in a sex way, but like you know. So I don't, don't think. Judge I don't think. Well, yeah, but or... I don't think that's what's happening here. I genuinely now. That, oh, I'm, the more I look at it, the more I think actually no, it's not. It's not shame at this. It's. It's that Garfield we know is lazy and doesn't doesn't exercise. We've already had several comics where he's like, right, I'm going to get fit, and then he goes back to sleep. You know. I don't think this is an exercise thing. No, it's not. But it's it's similar. It's physical exertion, in the same way that you know when a small child has been tickled to the point that they're like you know gasping for breath. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't genuinely right. I I think I'm right on this one. Well, of course you do. You're you. Thinking you're right. Well, yeah. I I think I'm right on this one. Right in. I, I genuinely yeah, want to genuinely hear what you think about it, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, I don't know, there's something there. It's ambiguous. Anything more anyway. beyond? Like no, nothing Garfield's, beyond. No. Panels one and two. Really charming drawing of Garfield. <laughs> yeah. He really, he's really He looks like a cute tickled. little cat. It's, yeah. it's very cute. It's such a shame that it kind of changed into the Garfield that we now have, yeah. which is just so plasticky and, like, and clinical. We, we've talked before on some earlier episodes that under the Explore Garfield, there's a little strip, on the page that we're looking at, there's a strip where we see... Garfield present day meeting Garfield from the past, and the Garf- the way the Garfield from the past has been drawn, even that's so sanitized. Yeah, it's chubby. Yeah, he's got the big cheeks, but the lines are digital illustration clean, rather than the 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 thick sort of hand drawn texture textural kind of yeah pen yeah it's yeah, a shame. Yeah. Anyway, panels one and two are cute. Panel three ambiguous to the point of wild confusion. Yeah. Should we have a look at some comments? I suppose we should because there's fifteen of them. Oh my god! There we go. C and H with me and my uncle. Same thing. Garfield fan. Seventeen hours ago, when 17? I'm cleaning windows. What the fuck? My, oh, Uncle. Oh, Uncle. Yeah. So uh, can say H uncle. Wiz has been misspelled Uncle. Put Uncle and put when I'm cleaning windows. Yes. Says Garfield fan. Are they a listener? I don't Very know. Nice. Galactic Yoshi, interesting background. It's not. It's. They don't it's mean the literal background. Right. They mean, uh, there are three comments. Very interesting. Uh, Ethan Lack, has anyone seen a cat vomit? Yes. yes. Any cat owner, it's awful. Which is added by Fantasy yeah. Tommy in it, saying yes all the time. Yeah, they, cats are very sicky animals. Angel Princess 72, isn't he supposed to cry? What? That's a very cursed no. comment. Artaka913, nice one. Okay. I love to laugh. He eats so much, if you rub his belly, he'll regurgitate everything. Well, yeah, no. fair enough. Aha. Now then. Maybe that's what's happening. I have a question about Mr. Sock Sock's comment. What the hell is going on with Don's legs? Who's, Who's Don? Don? Who the hell is Don? Uh, maybe they mean John, but... Yeah, I think they mean John. James Rod's one ditto. Okay. I mean... It's not. Cat, Cat did point out that his Don legs Arbuckle. are weird, but yeah. who's Don? Don Arbuckle. Uh, the big cheddar. Twenty nine uh. days ago. How long before John drinks the dog milk? Don't even talk about it. it makes me feel sick. Um, Wubnub with a hideous avatar, which I believe we discussed a before. Buff Garf. Garfield is like Will Smith. Is he? In what possible? I don't know. Organ chaos. <laughs> Me, whenever <laughs> I finish crying and dry heaving into the toilet after a bong rip. Fuck, that's a powerful comment. That's a powerful, that is chaos. Crying yeah. and dry heaving into the toilet 
after a bong grip. And wow. Cookie1371, a premium member, eight days ago, says... Ew. Ew. Why yeah. did I say ew? The concept of throwing up. That's, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, a bit, of a, a bit of a displeasing comic, this one, in some ways. I like the, the picture of Garfield. First it's two cute, panels, but cute I feel it's a bit underlined. A yeah, I'm not cute sure about this one. But weird. Well, yeah. Weird. Anyway. Um, speaking of weird, we have received an email. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, the question is, do I have the email account? Have you not got it ready? No, of course I don't. Add another account? Could I add that? I could look at this on my phone. I was going to say, you, like when you were like, oh, we've received an email. I was like, oh, right, have you got it up? No. no of course I... What, what? Who, do you, who do you think I am? Um, so this is from Laura CZ. It says, hello. I was. Uh, it was suggested to me on good authority that I should deliver this to you, Mr. Kelly. And then it's a drawing. It's a horrifying mashup of... Um, I think it's by this person. Of, of Garfield and is that Amaterasu from um, Akami? Oh! That is a Matarazu from, from Akami. Akami. Yeah. Oh, that's so much yeah. worse than I thought it was. Yeah. And a weirdly humanoid yeah. back end. Yeah. Well, we'll post that on the Patreon. Th- thanks for that. That's thanks. At least it wasn't a physical item. At least it wasn't a physical item. Yeah. Um, no, genuinely, thank you for sending us stuff. Yes, no, we yeah. we do appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple of comments on the Patreon. Um, thank you for that. Cat is correct. Octopuses have arms, not tentacles. Yeah. Uh, Boots Magoot says, "I would like to see the Katie art." <laughs> No, uh, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, Queeks says, there is an actual Peanuts cartoon where Snoopy gets himself into a funk about being a pet and subservience to humans and wolfs down his supper and beans Charlie Brown on the back of his head with the empty dish. I think I remember that one. Um, uh, Sean D. Soleil says, did you just ask your listeners to edit a podcast that you refuse to edit? Yep. Probably. That's exactly what we did. Um, I think that's it for podcasts. Um, oh, and the relief that we found the disturbing Garfield so disturbing. It was very oh. frightening. Oh. Um, Lovely. We have been the humans that think we're in charge. No. That's the other podcast, the, the better yeah, podcast. The better one. Uh, we have a Patreon where we people do. encourage us fiscally <laughs> to continue our nonsense. Um, and it's very kind. The money goes towards hosting fees um, and soothes the balms of the, the psychic damage inflicted by looking at Garfield on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, it encourages us to record <coughs> these on the reg, because otherwise we'll just find excuses not to. £3 a month, you get an episode yeah. a month early. A week early. £3 a month, you get an episode a week <laughs> early. Uh, apart a week from, early, apart like from Little Pig's Tale. This week, for which apologies. Because, That's true, but, they, yeah. but people who aren't Patreons don't know that. No, I know, but I just want to say sorry to the Patreons, because um, I've had bad, 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 bad pain issues lately. We're also going to be releasing MRI a new... MRI, it's very exciting. You did, you yeah. in the, the I was the, in the, the, the worry machine, yeah. Uh, we'll be releasing a Patreon-exclusive podcast soon, so keep yep. your ears peeled for that. And £6 a month will get you access to exclusive essays by Catherine Kelly, who is a legitimately smart woman. This one, this one, ugh, this month's essay, again, might be a tiny little bit late, I'm afraid, just on the grounds of... Like, of agonies. I've, I've, I've agonies, and I've had next to no attention span for anything other than the bare minimum of work. So many apologies, but it's a chronic pain thing, and there's not much I can do about it. Sorry about that, everyone. I sarcastic looking Garfield mm. peeing on a flag saying it's a chronic pain thing oh my god yeah no. uh, people we'd like mm. to thank for patronising us I'd like to thank Luke McKenney 
thank you very much, Luke McKinney, for being a patron. We oh, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much. And I'd like to thank Fionn Barham. So thank, thank you, you very much, Fionn Barham. It is genuinely really appreciated. Um, I know times is hard for a lot of people, uh, but it delights me yep, that people would with the hosting throw and, a couple of pennies yeah. at us to encourage what can best be described as utter, utter nonsense. Yeah, but, but we I mean enjoy well. it. We mean well, we don't mean we? Well. Okay. Um, what else? I would like to say, if you don't wish to or are unable to, either's fine, uh, support us with cold hard cash, you could leave a review for us, a, a lovely little five-star review on Apple Podcasts or yeah, that helps. wherever reviews yeah. live. Um, that's really nice because it's it's nice for my ego because I, I need that. Um, but it also thrusts this upon the unsuspecting ears of people who might wish to listen to a reasonable podcast. Yeah. And instead, they find this on the floor, yeah. like a little purple cube of energy. Yeah. Put it in their ears and become confused. Um, I, I'm going to go through this super, super quickly because everyone who listens to this already knows. You can find me on Twitter at Wangleberry. Um, I do sell some art at chickenscratch.co.uk. Um, it's very good art. I yeah. tweet at BrainMage on the bad site, and I also stream cryptic <laughs> crosswords on twitch.tv forward slash BrainMage. If you would like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash idlm podcast idlm podcast is also our gmail account and our twitter account please email us your thoughts I particularly want to know on your that comic on yes this issue um, yes i have no further thoughts my brain no, has been scrubbed uh, clean I, I think we've come to any other business any um, other no, no no aob from me no aob's nuts <laughs> <laughs>